Hey friend, happy Monday, happy whatever day of the week you are listening to this, but I'm recording on Monday, so happy Monday. I wanted to just give you a few thoughts that I shared recently on my Sunday 7 post. So here it goes. The first thought is darkness cannot and will not overcome the light. So we're studying the Gospel of John and my weekly Bible study, which um, we call Friendship Culture. And this truth has really encouraged me. We opened the book of John for the first time last week. The previous week was an introduction to the Bible, which was so fun. And I've been getting a few questions about, is this available online? Are you broadcasting live? And I'm not. Um, Friendship Culture is an in-person experience only for now. So you have to be there to see what happens. And it's been pretty marvelous. But the book of John opens with, you know, with so much goodness. But this statement that darkness cannot overcome the light was very meaningful for me um, to think about last week, to study, to teach, and to live. Sometimes darkness does happen. Sometimes we have bad weeks. But the words of Jesus are true. They are eternal, and we can count on them. So that was very encouraging. Another thought is that God is the lifter of my head. When I was down last week, which, by the way, is not my preferred position to be, I knew that God was the lifter, and lifting, He did. And I'm standing on His word because of that. I hate to give people the impression that my life is completely perfect, everything goes well at all times, my goodness, can we talk about trials? Can we talk about challenges? Uh, Not only present, but in the past. Um, Being overwhelmed, just not knowing what to do, is part of the human experience. And we have a fair share of our moments when we're down. But the scriptures inform me that God is the lifter of my head, and I knew that in the depths of my soul. In my greatest moments of pain, I feel the pain, I call on Jesus, and then when it's over, like I look back and I'm just like, what did I know then? Because I mean, it was pretty awful, you know? Feeling pain is pretty awful. So what did I know then that is true, that has always been true? So that came to me, God is the lifter of my head. It's just like, keeping when my head's down, I know he's going to lift it. So I encourage you, I invite you, to welcome the truth of God in your life because you're going to need it. You know, unfortunately, while we're alive, things happen and we have to stick with what is true and eternal. And that is the word of God. Here's another thought. Helping others is supposed to be sacrificial and a service unto the Lord. He is the rewarder. Nothing else is needed but gratefulness that I get to help my fellow human beings. So we are in ministry, my husband and I, and if we were not in ministry, we would help others because I grew up seeing my parents and my grandparents help others. One story that I never forget, uh, one reality really, was my grandmother helping a family. It was, um, the parents had, and we only saw the mother, but I assumed there was a father, Um, but there were 12 kids. Every now and then, the oldest daughter would come to us and she would say, hey, is your grandmother here? And we're like, oh, yeah. So we would call my grandmother. My grandmother would come to the gate. And one time I kind of stayed around to to hear what they were talking about. 
and I heard this uh, girl who was older than I was at the time saying, there's no food. My mom's asking if you can send us some food. So my grandmother would promptly go back, she would pack food and she would send it um, with um, this young lady so she could feed, so her mother could feed their family. So I'm saying that to say, I grew up watching people help people, like my family were helpers. We are here to be a blessing. And then the older I got, I understood where my grandmother came from as far as um, her upbringing. They didn't have a lot, you know. So for somebody that didn't have a lot, they came from poverty to be at a place, and mind you, like we were never rolling in money. But what we did have, we shared. So that was my reality. That's what I grew up with. This is what Jesus teaches. So even if I was not in ministry, I would help people because I feel like I've been so blessed. Why can't I be a blessing to others, you know? But this week, I just thought about how giving is sacrificial, how helping others is supposed to be sacrificial. I don't know where we got this idea and maybe the media or the way that people portray of philanthropy and helping others, you know, as this glamorous thing. But I feel like there's a sacrificial part of helping others that we miss out. And then when you feel the sacrifice, um, it shouldn't feel bad. Or if it does, I think it should cause you to think, wait a minute, why I'm, I'm doing this on the first place? Is it to make myself feel good? Because if it is, you know, uh, there's something wrong with the God that I believe. You know, we're called to give to others, to help others. Obviously, obviously it makes you feel good, but that's not the primary emotion. So for me this week, I just thought like, okay, it's supposed to be sacrificial. And then my next thought was, this is a service to the Lord himself. You know, I'm helping a person, but I'm serving God because, you know, that's what Jesus did. He went around doing good. So therefore, I will go around. I'm helping others and doing good. And God is a rewarder. Like I don't help others to get a reward from them or just to say, hey, I gave you X and you're supposed to give me Y and Z. That's not true service and true generosity when it comes to the words of Jesus. Um, anyway, so that's uh, that was another thought last week. The next one is I find joy and peace when I study the Bible. This was evident in my life last week. When I was down, God's word lifted me. And I told you a little bit that about, uh, I told you about that a little bit in the beginning of the podcast, but it's so true. The amount of joy and peace I find when I study the Bible, there's like, it's no joke. So I'm very thankful uh, for the word of God and I don't study to teach. I study because I need it. I study because God is my life. Jesus is my savior. And if I study his words, if I know who he is for myself, it will inform my life, not only here, but for eternity. So it's been amazing when it comes to my level of joy and peace, uh, the study of the Bible. It does more for the psyche, the soul, uh, the body, my health, than I would ever think it does. So it's, it's a good thing. Next thought, kids grow and so does a relationship. I am enjoying each age. I'm relying on God to help us parent our precious world changers. So my kids are growing. Um, I call them Growing Up Listen B on social media. And it's always fun to look at the pictures that we took of them ever since they came into our lives. And um, they change so fast. And I knew that 
when I was changing three diapers, but now as well. Like they're changing and they're growing and our relationship is changing, is growing. Um, they're, it's not changing a way where it's bad, but it's changing because they are maturing. Uh, it's been fascinating to hear their thoughts. It's been fascinating to inform their thoughts and encourage them, hey, think for yourself. Use your brain. God has given you an amazing brain and you have creativity, you have potential, you are the answer, you are a helper. So it's been just fascinating just to to see this growth. And as always, my husband and I are praying that the Lord will give us wisdom to continue to, um, to parent them. Talking about my husband, my next thought is my husband is better than I deserve. He is an incredible blessing from God. I want to be the best I can be because Zeke never holds back when it comes to loving me. He's a treasure and he is completely mine and I'm honored to be his. Uh, there's not a week and a day that goes by that I don't thank God for my husband, that I'm thankful for the gift that he is to my life. I had a brief conversation a few weeks ago um, with an acquaintance about the importance of the spouse that God gives you and how that the weight of that importance doesn't really hit for me until I found Zeke. And it's not like I took lightly that a spouse would come into my life, but honestly, I was never one of those people that was planning my wedding when I was three. When I was three, I was being three, okay? And same thing for 16, 17, 18, 19. By the time I was uh, in college, I was interested in academics and a career. So while I thought about relationships, um, I just never thought about the weight of a blessing that God gives us through uh, marriage. And I've been very blessed with my husband, so he's just incredible and I'm thankful for him. The next thought, and the last one, because it is Sunday 7, 20 years ago, I was in DC. So the thought was because September 11th was this past weekend, and I was in a hotel room and I was looking at the smoke going up from the Pentagon. It was pretty crazy, right? Um, so 20 years later, I didn't think, man, I will be in 20 years, like that day, I never thought I'm gonna be married and I'm gonna have three kids 20 years from now. And I also didn't think I'm gonna die. My thought, honestly, was, well, there's no Superman to help us, you know, and to kind of hold the airplane and stop from, you know, these tragedies from, from happening. Um, Cause it was surreal. So just to see those images. And then usually when you see those images, you see a hero saving people. So I was just like, man, real life heroes really don't exist. And then my second thought was that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So my mind went to my faith and obviously to my family getting a phone call from DC to Brazil was hard and getting a phone call from Brazil to me was hard like my dad was trying to reach me and he was having a hard time I want to say the cell phone towers 20 years ago were were pretty heavy especially because I was um, in the DC area eventually my uncle came through and then eventually I was able to call home and tell my dad that I was okay. Um, and so anyway, so 
I stayed in DC for a while, for a few days, and then I went to my next destination, but it was a ghost town. I was able to connect with a friend, my good friend, Sarah, and she took me on a little tour of DC. We had planned on doing that before. We met in Brazil many years ago, and we just kept in touch. So um, she gave me a tour, but everything was closed because of the attacks. But still, like we made the best out of it. Like she, she's like, oh, here's this monument, here's this, here's that. So it was fun to kind of see it, you know, and amen. But that was the thought. Those thoughts came to me, and that was a little bit of my experience. Um, I was able to meet somebody from Iraq, Iraq, Iraqi is how we say the Portuguese, uh, during that time, which I, he didn't tell me, but I had the impression that he was terrified of what people would think about him. And this was a hardworking citizen. Um, and I kind of shared that same feeling. I was just like, oh man, like I treasure you as a human being and as a person. But at the same time, like you fear for what people will perceive just because of his country of birth. But um, regardless of the state of the world, I am so thankful that Jesus is amazing, that God is in control. He was then and he still is now. This is not a perfect world <laughs> that we live in, unfortunately. So we have to figure out what we know for sure, what we believe for sure. And I believe in God and I believe in uh, his son, my savior, Jesus Christ. So that's my anchor in life. So that was Sunday seven. I never want to assume that everything is okay with you, that you are having like the most peaceful day in your life. If you are, I'm celebrating with you. If you're not, I just want you to know that God's the lifter of your head. You're not going to stay down forever. Comfort will come. Peace will come. We have to believe, okay? And if you can't believe right now, I'm just going to believe for you. Okay, my friend? So I sometimes close my podcasts with a prayer. But for some reason, I was looking at Hebrew, Hebrews 13, and I wanted to read that to you as a prayer. And as we close, it says, Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Have an amazing day, and I'll see you next time.